the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The Answer San Diego presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, good morning, folks, and welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock, and the house with me is my co-host, Mr. Kevin Bowersock. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Your headphones turned up well enough? Yep. You want me to spin the dial up real quick? Nope. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) You sure? Positive. All right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning. We appreciate you joining us here on uh, The Answer San Diego 1170 and 96.1 FM up in Escondido area, North County. Uh, better known as, correct, Kevin? Yes. Yes, yes. It's a beautiful Saturday morning. We're here talking about cars. We'd appreciate it if you join us. If you have anything you'd like to add in, give us a call here at 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Today we're going to be chatting about uh, things you should look for when buying a new vehicle, which are important. And it's funny, and, and the reason I, I'm writing this is... Uh, um. I, I go to a little organic grocery store and get my uh, 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 salad every day for lunch. Um, and uh, so I was talking, and, and obviously the people that work there have gotten to know me. I've been going there for a long time. It's in Escondido on the way into work, so it's a great place to stop and grab grab lunch, et cetera. Um, so I, I was talking to a young lady there, and she said to me, uh, she says, oh, I, I was looking for you to come in, she's all. I just bought a Toyota used Toyota Camry, and unfortunately, yeah, I think it's having a transmission problem. And I said, "Oh," and I got to talk to her. I said, "Well, did you have anybody take a look at it before you actually purchased the vehicle?" And she's all, "No, I guess I should have taken somebody with me." And I said, "No, that wasn't the suggestion that I had." I said, "There are a couple things, uh, and we're going to go over things that you should be doing. But one of the most important things, and I was explaining to her, is." Uh, we do a AAA pre-purchase inspection. We follow AAA's uh, one that they've written because it's very in-depth and uh, uh, quite a few things get looked at on the vehicle, and it's very important and and a good place to start with a vehicle. So get it in. The cost of it is very minimal compared to what it will cost you if you, such as this, buy a vehicle that has a bad transmission problem or a transmission problem or whatever. Um, getting the vehicle thoroughly checked out is extremely important. And uh, it's one of those things that we recommend, uh, you know, get it into a qualified facility and have a vehicle inspected prior to uh, buying it. It will definitely save you money in the long run, no question. The other one is Carfax, uh, which will tell you the history on, you know, has the vehicle been in an accident? Uh, A lot of times it will tell you history on the service of the vehicle. If uh, you have your vehicle serviced at the West Automotive Group, we report to Carfax. So all those services are always on there for any vehicle. Um, for all four of our locations. So important stuff there as far as that goes. And uh, just to know that you're getting a quality vehicle. So and we're going to go through some other uh, some other uh, um, things here that are important along with that. But like I said, we're happy to talk to you with about anything automotive related this morning. You can give us a call here, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. And uh, if you got a question, you got a concern, give us a shout and we'll talk talk to you. Any uh, cool stuff happen this uh, 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 week as far as uh, weird, strange, broken things? <laughs> Almost everything I work on is weird, strange. <laughs> How is that? <laughs> just just because. <laughs> just because. Just, well, you know. No, I mean, well, any especially, cool when you, stuff? especially when you do transmission, because no matter what happens to the car, it's always your fault. 
That's not true. <laughs> I perfect example. I got a Honda. Mm-hmm. Come back. I did the training like two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Comes back. I got a transmission problem. Well, the timing belt had jumped the tooth, and it was running like crap. Oh. Well, matter. that's not that. Well, <laughs> that happens a lot, though. People always relate it to something, you. and and they relate it. If you spend a lot of money on something, they relate well, the yeah, exactly. So. And then, is that the one that the the tensioner broke on or something? Yes. Oh, and then, and then you have to prove that it wasn't you. Of, so I mean, well, it's I mean, not that's that why hard to do, though. That's so, what we do. I know that, but I'm just telling you, everything I work on is weird and okay. Well, just saying, it's just. Sometimes. Just one of those things. Well, and I do a lot of diagnosing, and I do a lot of. So, I I so. could see how a customer could think though a vehicle losing power that they're having a transmission problem, which in in cars that we haven't even worked on come in a lot of times, and people think they're having a transmission problem at least once or twice a week. Yeah, and it's something else, you know. Yeah, and a lot of times it has nothing. Nobody's even ever worked on a vehicle, but it's done something like that that a that a something's failed on it, you know, and they feel like, oh, I'm having a transmission problem, but they're not. So you're right about that. No question. We look at a lot of I'm not of complaining. I'm just saying. I yeah, mean, no, well, that's what, well, it is. And, and with today's cars, and because cars try to compensate for concerns such as power, et cetera, that something that is not even transmission-wise can feel like that to, a, to an operator of a vehicle, for sure. Yes. Yep. So, and two things. I mean, obviously, we need to ask a lot of questions when the car comes in because people feel, and I and I relate this to anything. Sometimes people feel what they feel and what's really happening is not always true. So I Correct. mean, and and I don't mean that in a bad way either. But We're not uh, always related. So to we should we should especially the the service place should ask a lot of questions because obviously we're the experts, mm-hmm. and that's why the person's bringing the car there so we can try to get the workout. And just a little piece of advice to the customer. It's always better to ha- to try. And don't get me wrong. I know it's, when you're dealing with your car, it's kind of stressing because your car is a big part of your life. I mean, it makes it, you have to get to work so you can feed your kids, you know, da, da, da. I get all that. But being able to give the most information when you drop your car off will help the process of us getting the car back to you quicker, too. So That's true. And I often say that that omitting information will not make it cheaper. No. <laughs> And often it causes us more time, it costs you more time loss because if we don't have all the information, then we have to go through a lot more steps to try to well, reduplicate. Not only, not only diagnosing, because if you just come in and say, hey, my car uh, runs rough and, and you don't really give much more information and, and sometimes the service order won't pull more information out of you. If that doesn't happen, then the tech doesn't. Yeah. And then it later comes to, oh, what well, only happens when I'm going uphill at 50 mile an hour? Well, that doesn't mean we're going to actually go out and drive the car like that. And, and if 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 it's just stated that it misfires, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and that's why. And and when you bring your vehicle into us, most of our stuff has a description of uh, vehicle does this or that, and we'll ask. Um, and the guys at the front counter with us are great at you know going up a hill. Does it happen when it's cold? Is it hot? Have you been driving for a while? And you know, we get cars. Sometimes people are like, well. I have to be driving for 20 minutes before it happens. But well, that's my point. If yeah. you give that kind of information and you try to think back in your memory brain or your memory bank and pull this out, because otherwise we might have the car still for two days and go, the problem hasn't happened yet. Correct. I agree. <laughs> and then the other thing with that is that you right. I often tell folks that like if you're ha- if it's intermittent, and that's kind of an intermittent thing. It doesn't happen all the time. I mean, if you start the car and it happens from the time you start it, to, no matter what you do, well, either or whatever, it, it's easy to that find. Makes it, yeah. And yeah, that makes it easy. You go out there and start it. It's doing it right then. You don't even have to pull out of the parking lot. But if it's something that you have like 20 minutes, 50 mile an hour, up a grade on the freeway. <laughs> All them things should have been added in there. Well, yeah, exactly. And, and and if you can get all those added in there, then we can go out and try to duplicate and diagnose the concern in a shorter period of time, without question. Yes. So it does help. So for sure. For sure, for sure. All right, folks, I do want to remind you, uh, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified. Take care of folks, folks, folks up in North County for over uh, uh, 28 years now. And West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission out at 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon. AAA approved and smog certified in East County for over seven years. Taking care of folks. Along with West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission at 8027 Balboa Avenue. Uh, AAA approved and smog certified uh, uh, right in central San Diego there for three years. 
And, of course, our newest facility, West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, for over a year now, uh, right across the uh, freeway from us here, uh, 5726 Miramar Road, Eastgate Mall, uh, AAA-approved and STAR-certified, taking care of folks here in the Golden Triangle now for a period. All of us at the West Automotive Group, myself, my employees, everybody come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. That is, we truly believe in the same philosophy, and we never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Stop in to have your vehicle service repaired and find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about. Um, the West Automotive Group is also proud to offer uh, six months uh, no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved credit. Uh, get in, and uh, we can get you set up with that. Uh, we have a couple different arms for that. And it's just very helpful right now. We're in some trying times, we know. Uh, along with some other things we're doing when your vehicle comes into service extra, uh, making sure uh, keys are sanitized, things are wiped down and stuff before returning the vehicle to you, keeping everybody safe, our employees and you as clients, very important to us. Um, if you come into our facility, you'll see that uh, we're all wearing our mask as we're supposed to uh, when you're in the service office. So uh, we're just here to uh, protect you and and uh, and help you get your vehicle serviced and keep you back on, on the road so you can get to work or whatever needs to happen uh, right now. Um, we're here to be part of the team with you and your vehicle. Uh, you can also, uh, take advantage of our CertiCare transmission diagnosis. Uh, if you think you have a transmission problem, get into one of our facilities and let our experts, uh, uh, diagnose and figure out what you have going on. Cause as me and Kevin were just discussing with you, um, you may think you have a transmission problem. You don't. And the worst thing you ever want to do is end up with somebody wanting you to replace your transmission when that's not even the concern. And we do see that also. <laughs> I've had it come, we've had it come to us like that. Correct. Exactly. So, and uh, that's a lot of money spent to still have a problem. Uh, so, one of those things. Uh, we also offer uh, f- free shuttle rides to or from work or home and low-cost rental vehicles at all four of our locations always. So, uh, stop in and uh, we'll uh, be happy to get you taken care of. Or just go to westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. Uh, you can, from there, uh, make appointments, uh, get a lot of questions answered, get to know anything about us. And if you have questions, you can email us or uh, give us a call to one of our locations, and we're happy to help you out. You can also go to uh, Auto Talk Radio from there, my Auto Talk Radio page. Just click on it. All of our uh, Auto Talk Radio shows are podcasted and, and on there. And uh, uh, you can, uh, if you've missed one or whatever, you can download and listen to Um. And we're also going to be podcasting uh, here shortly. Uh, just was uh, talking to our rep here, and we're we're going to switch things up and put it on the Apple podcast and all that stuff. So it'll be available there too soon. But uh, you can get it right now through uh, westautomotivegroup.com. You can also click on the Auto Man and go uh, check out my uh, YouTube channel where uh, all the uh, segments on the CW and uh, Fox are uh, posted on, uh, on uh, the uh, Auto Man TV uh, page right there. Uh, where I'm the auto man for them on uh, Wednesday mornings for Fox and uh, Friday mornings for CW. Uh, and you can see all the auto man segments. They're all posted there. So that's westautomotivegroup.com. But this morning, give us a call, 888-344-1170. And we're uh, happy to uh, to help you out. Let's uh, grab uh, Fred real quick. Good morning, Fred. Yes, hey, good morning, Brian, Kevin. How you guys doing? We're doing amazing this morning. How about yourself? Likewise, likewise. Thanks for taking my call. I am getting, um, I would call a classic modern car, vintage modern, whatever you want to call it. I'm getting a 1988, excuse me, 1988 Pontiac Fiero GT. Um, nice. Yeah, five-speed, 29,000, excuse me, 26,000 original miles. Um, it's a really nice car. I just have two things to address when I get it. The owner has disclosed that the key that um is used for the lug nuts has been lost mm-hmm. so so it's my understanding there's a way to get um get that thing off uh yeah we we, we actually have a, a a couple different tools we can use to get those off depending on the style and sometimes we'll have uh, a, a a set of keys that that sometimes will actually just take them off so sometimes we do have the keys for yeah. some of those as far as those go uh because uh there, there were sets made on some of these locks that were well known that uh, uh, we have like sets of five different keys that fit all, okay. all of them. So, so yeah, there, there's ways to get them off. That's not that big a deal. Oh, okay. And, and then the other thing I have is uh, was disclosed to me is that the heater core has been bypassed and the, the, because the heater core needs to be replaced. I guess he did it 
to try to prevent, you know, sometimes fluid gets down in the passenger side if those things go bad. Correct. So I don't know. I don't know if that's something you guys would be willing to take on at one of your shops, or uh, I may have a contact that's a specialist. Um, no, we replace them all the time, and we used to work on a lots of Fieros back in the day. <laughs> uh, we don't see okay. near as many anymore, obviously, but uh, um, a lot of them have gone by the wayside. But yeah, yeah, and, and he, also two reasons they bypass them when they're leaking, obviously, to keep uh, coolant from leaking into the the carpet and matting on the passenger side, but also uh, to keep the vehicle from overheating because they can leak quite a bit when they start to go. But yes, well, besides that, you get a steam of antifreeze in the cabinet. That's nasty yeah. breathing in. Yeah. Don't, don't want that either. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but no, we, we uh, replacing the heater core is, uh, uh, can be uh, done and we've done quite a few of them. Okay. Awesome. I'll, I'll make an appointment either down at uh, West Miramar or up in um, West Escondido. So, Sounds good. We can get you taken care of. No problem. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for the call in and have yourself a wonderful, safe weekend and enjoy that new little toy. I can't wait to get my hands on it. Thanks. I bet, man. I bet. (laughs) Thanks, Fred. Take care. Thanks. Take care. All right. Uh, Great question, though, when it comes to uh, heater cores and what you need to do with those. Yes. I wouldn't. Somebody buy. That's better than having them leak. That's for sure. So. Yes. No question. All right, folks, we're going to take our first break here. Give us a call, though, one 1170 You're listening to The Answer San Diego, Auto Talk Radio. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way on The Answer San Diego. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. In the house is Mr. Kevin Bowersock co-hosting with me. We appreciate you joining us this morning for Auto Talk Radio as we're talking about things to look for when buying a used car or anything else that you want to talk about. You can give us a call here on The Answer San Diego at 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive related and we're happy to talk to you about. So, Buying a used car, has to, you have to have patience. And buy, I, what Buying I mean, anything, you have to have patience. Well, I, well that's true too, but... Buying something used, mm-hmm. I've noticed, like, just because in, in the last couple of years, you know. Well, you need patience because you got, better be doing your due diligence. Well, something else I've noticed about it is, like, if, if let's say, you, whatever you're going to buy, mm-hmm. most of it, most of them are the same price. But I've noticed when I started going out and looking for my kid's pickup truck when he turned 16. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that... that Finding that truck took me like four weekends. Well, finding a quality truck. <laughs> well, what I meant was everybody didn't matter what shape they were in; they were all asking pretty much the same price. Correct. And so I would get there and and like and obviously I, I can kind of do mine a little more mobile. But I take my scanner with me. One, it's got the check engine line on. It's actively misfiring there. Mm-hmm. And I'm then I'm like, oh, I'll just go ahead and look underneath real quick. I've noticed a lot of problems with this. This and this person would think their truck is just as much as. The next guy that is in good a shape as the next guy. Well, and, and the next guys would be running perfect, or you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, uh, when buying a used car, I would always be careful just because of that. It, once factor. again, it comes back to doing your due diligence and, and don't get in a hurry about it. Take your time, and because it's not like going to the grocery store and buying a steak and then coming back home and grilling it. That it's not going to be in an hour process. It's going to be a. It's 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 a it can be a couple weekends. You're right, and even okay. buying a new car can be like that because when you go when when you're going to spend money. I mean, let's face it, new car, it's a good it's a good investment now, right? It's a big investment. It, it, I was trying to think of the right words to put it that, but it's something that you, you know, you know, if you rush around and then in three weeks later, you're like, oh, I don't, this is what I don't like about this, this, and this. Well, that that's a good point. Buying a, a new car, I mean, you don't have to really work at, worry about how it runs and stuff. It should run good. Well, besides that, you, but, I mean, you, you have a warranty. warranty. Yeah, exactly. But what you do have to be concerned about is... Does this car fit your needs, and do you like driving it? Or are you going to enjoy it for five years minimum? And I've also noticed, because everybody's car seats are a little bit different, and and, and and I don't mean that in a bad way, because you know what? Everybody likes their preference a little bit different, especially like... Well, it depends on how tall you are, how wide you are. How, well, I mean, and, there's and a lot of things that go into it. Like, like in, in 88, the Chevrolet 
truck seats were a lot of people thought they were a little bit firm. I kind of liked it, you know, that way because mm-hmm. I don't want to be in something mushy because then my back will start hurting if I, if my, because you know what, then your back's not supported. At least that's the way I, but other people, they don't like it like that. So it's like, it's one of those things you got to go make sure you drive it and make sure you're going to be comfortable make in sure it. Make sure you're comfortable and that it's a car that, that is going to do what you need it to do. Yes. And that the other thing about that is not only comfortable in it and, and that you fit in it well, the other th- part of that can also be, you know, like I've driven cars before that I'm like, God, this car has for me, for my height, terrible blind spots that I don't like because I have to keep turning and looking and, you know, where other cars don't. So just depends. Every car's different for every person, you know. So, yes, you're right. Do your do your due diligence, even on a new car, and do quite a few test drives and make sure. And you know what I often tell people is, you know, especially a new car, if you're looking for a specific new car and it's a regular car, I mean, obviously – if you're buying yourself an Austin Martin, you can't go and can't go and rent one. But well, you can actually, but it's going to cost you a lot. But my point to this is like, you know, if you want to buy a Dodge Caravan, right? And you're thinking about that, then go to one of the car rental places and rent a Dodge Caravan for three or four days and just drive it around because their cars are all brand new. Yes. I mean, you know, and then that way you actually get the feel of how this car feels, the blind spots, all that stuff. It's a good way to. to it's an extended test drive, and that might cost. You know, depending what well, the rental, it might cost you three hundred bucks. Fifty, yeah, bucks think about a day this. Or whatever. A Dodge Caravan, a decent Dodge Caravan, isn't it around the like the forty, fifty thousand dollar mark? So it's no one with all, yeah, you probably sixty, sixty five. Okay, that's my point though. I, to spend that couple hundred dollars just to make sure you like it, <laughs> it could save you thousands of dollars in the future. You're yes, right. there's no question about it. No question about it. All right, let's see what Bodie has as far as a secret to buying a car. What's your secret, Bodie? Well, I, I was going to tell you, a friend of mine in the old days, him and his wife would go test drive some cars, and then they would rent one and go on vacation with it. There you and go. Way, they had different driving conditions. And the other thing is, I used to buy and sell cars in L.A. years ago, and I would tell people, find a second or third owner car, and they must have the paperwork, because someone's pr- proud that they own that car will have all the paperwork and you can verify the repairs. Correct. And I said, if I don't care what they tell you, like that lady about the transmission, if they don't have the paperwork, you walk away. It's that simple. Exactly. And today, a lot of times things, people are kept electronically now, not just the receipts in the glove box like we used to look for. But that's what I'm saying. If you service the car at a quality facility, then it'll be like, online with Carfax or, or, or something like that. Carfax is really big and they're hooked to a lot of large independents plus car dealers. So they have all that. Not only are we looking for 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 any accidents or serious stuff on there, we're also looking for, you know, the service records can be on there. And if they have that, then you're right. There's somebody yeah. that was proud to take care of their vehicle and and uh, therefore keep it in good order. All right. So Keep good, up the good work, gentlemen. Good stuff. Hey, thanks for listening, Bodie, and as always, and good to talk to you, and have a safe, wonderful weekend. How about a quick, clean joke? Sure. sure. Go, Bodie, go. You always got one. You know, you know why cannibals uh, don't eat clowns? No. Because they taste funny. <laughs> that is a good joke and yes. perfect for the radio. <laughs> yes. Thanks for sharing, Bodie. I, I was holding my breath for a minute there. <laughs> I, I know. Brian, you can always trust me. <laughs> I know, buddy. Uh, Thanks, good, guys. good talking to you. You take care now. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Ciao, ciao. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> he's always, Bodie's always funny. He's called, used to call me here and there sometimes too at the office. So he's a good guy. And, uh, we appreciate him listening. And I mean so, this in a good way. He's the, been messing around with cars dumber, for years. The dumber clean jokes are sometimes are more funny than the other ones. That was good though. They, Cause they taste funny. That's why <laughs> cannibals don't eat clowns. Well, that's a good joke. I'll so. be thinking about that one later, even. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell it to Christian when you get home. <laughs> he might be listening. It depends. I doubt. How old is he? 17. 17 at 7.30 on a Saturday morning. Well, I, I don't doubt know if he, he's I don't know if he sleeping. went anywhere last night because he had to work last night. So. Oh. Well, see, he's probably still sleeping in because he worked late. Well, yeah, because really, we went down there to eat last night, and they were really busy, too. So. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so we're talking about, you know, you can give us a call here just like Bodie and Fred this morning. Anything automotive-related, we're happy to talk to you. 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. I think the word's getting out that we're over here at 1170 now. I've run into quite a few people. But, hey, please tell your friends and everybody that uh, listens to Auto Talk Radio normally. Uh, you know, I, I know that uh, we move from one place to another. Uh, we have uh, found a home here. We love it here. I love the studios. I uh, the answer San Diego is amazing. Um, 
So we're uh, you okay over there? Moving your headset around, flipping my around. ear itched. I had You're, to itch oh, it. Oh gosh, <laughs> not a pretty sight, folks. Not a pretty sight. Um, but uh, yeah, no. So uh, we appreciate everybody joining us here, and uh, uh, this is our new home and where we're going to stay. So good stuff for sure. Uh, but eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. 888-344-1170, anything automotive related. Um, like we stated, we are talking about things to look for when buying a, car, a vehicle. So car, truck, etc. cetera. Uh, and with the high price tag of new cars and quick depreciation rate on new vehicles, many consumers are looking for used vehicles. So, And, and you know what? This is going to be good advice because if any of you are paying attention, uh, our governor has made a decision recently that uh, we are not going to uh, – um, after uh, 2035, uh, everything will have to be uh, electric oh, in this state. <laughs> you know, this is the thing. This is my problem with well, all this. Well, and I'm, but, well, let me let me finish here real quick because, you know, that's just one thing. And people go, oh, man. But if you look at uh, Brent Wilsey wrote uh, a, a good article, a uh, little op-ed thing that I was reading uh, that he wrote. And he does uh, – uh, uh, Asset, uh, Brent Wilsey Asset Management and Brent and his son Chase are good friends of mine, along with the fact that they're also on the radio station here and on Cape Rays, uh, I think at 10 o'clock in the morning on Saturdays. So um, they're really smart guys. So I, I read a lot of his stuff. And not only what this has to do just with cars, but the downside with the market and forcing people and how it can cost the cost of, of electric vehicles because there's a limited number of suppliers of those to go up. And it it really what I don't think they think about is all the things that it can cause are in the market. I was just going to go into the what I see just in the sentence that he put together there, though. Mm-hmm. Think about this. He's saying he's doing this for the environment. Mm-hmm. But look at the waste and everything that making batteries. So oh, if this is all real true, we should be riding horses, not. I, mean, I saw you put that on this Facebook. Is, yeah, but this, everything he just said was contradicting itself. So it was like. I understand. Well, well, and and once again, so and don't get me wrong. But that's what I'm saying. Electric cars for convenience. There's well, nothing better. They have their place for sure. Oh yeah, well, I, think I, Tes- I have Tesla's nothing, an amazing. I got um, nothing wrong with electric cars. Tes- Tesla's an amazing product. It is without question, and and they have their uses. But to force everybody to go to that makes no sense. That's my saying. We should. This is this is the thing about America. We're supposed to have options. And 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 if if you were going to force somebody, force them to really be doing what you're saying, though, like. That means we would all be riding horses because we're getting rid of the. Because that's what I'm saying. Let's making, not do that. I do not want to ride a horse. I'm going to be what honest I'm sa- with you. My point is though, they're saying it because oil is bad. Well, and this is another thing. Even even, and well, I get some wait, people. I don't. I don't want to go too far down this road. I know I that, but be, I'm just. That's what I'm saying though. This is the whole thing. is just. It's not for the right reasons. Is what I'm saying. Well, so that's the part that bothers me. Well, and the other part is when it and a lot of it they say is for environmental but you're right those the batteries used in these vehicles are not good on the environment when they're discarded plain and simple so well, you so are- i understand uh, uh mining fossil fuels isn't great always for the environment but if done properly all these different things you you can control the environment and that's what we have to do and there's just no way around well think about this too how is electricity made in multiple different ways, but a lot of it is is bad for the environment. The way it's made too. Oh, correct. No, no, yeah. So, so, and, and don't get me wrong. We need electricity. So I'm not trying to dispute. Yeah. We should get rid of electricity. I'm just saying. I just uh, I I opened a rabbit hole here, and I don't know that I want to go much further down <laughs> it. But my whole the only point that I'm making is is there's a lot more that goes into this. And Brent wrote a really good uh, uh, piece of uh, information on it. You know, and how it can affect the market and investing and and the cost of these things. So and when I read that, the point that I was making is like it really opens your mind to thinking like just making doing something like this can really change all kinds of uh, things when it comes to and this, you know, and this and the reason I brought this up is just cuz this is automotive related yes. without question. But but yeah, it's just something to think about. And you should check out his article. It's good stuff. So and we'll we'll move on from there for sure. Uh, all right, folks, we're going to have to take our last break here real quick. Uh, give us a call, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Cindy, hang on. We'll grab you as soon as we come back. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way on The Answer San Diego. 
on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. So, like I said, I, I, I don't want to get too crazy with all that. So, we're going to move on now because we're going to... But just something to think about. Um, and if you can find uh, uh, or follow uh, Brent Wilsey, uh, like I said, they he, he he had some good points on, on this whole electric car thing. Well, so not all of that. It, it takes our choices away and stuff like that, too. So, I mean, it's one of those things. Well, it does. And, and there's... Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. It's, we'll see what happens. Anyway follow it and, and it, it was just interesting to me because it has to do with the automotive industry and that's what we do so anyway let's uh, grab uh, cindy real quick good morning cindy good morning how are you doing this morning ma'am i'm doing very well thank you no problem what you got going on um i just recently turned over a hundred thousand on my 2009 uh saturn view hybrid and it's been running wonderfully and then <clears throat> just in the last couple of months things have been starting to go wrong which i anticipated that um but just recently i was just told um that i need a a new cadillac converter um and it's they're saying that it it may have been caused from the the oil leak i had a gasket changed several months ago Mm -hmm. but it's still drip it's still got a little tiny leak and now it's caused the Cadillac converter to go out <clears throat> um and okay so i'm concerned about keep putting all of this money into it if the value of the car is only a couple of thousand dollars gotcha well let, let, let me back up here because because i i don't really have all i'm going to ask you some questions and maybe you'll have answers maybe okay. you won't but uh, we'll see so when you say oil leaking, you mean on the ground? There was an oil leak on where you could see it externally. No. Okay, so it was burnt. The car's burning oil. Yes. Okay, that can cause failure of the catalytic com- converter. But can, now let me ask you this: uh, What was the signs of the failure of the catalytic converter? Did you get a check engine light, and, and then somebody diagnosed it? Um. Uh, yes, it, well, actually, it said that um, I needed to change my oil. Okay. And I I have a very diligent uh, mechanic that I go to, mm-hmm. and so he went and changed it, and he said um, that he noticed a leak. So he said uh, at the time he did a, a diagnostic, and he said, let's change the gasket, which he did. Mm-hmm. And then a couple months later, all of a sudden, I got another light that came on, and I checked the oil, and I had no oil in the car at all okay so i took it back to him and that's when he said he's that the car is burning oil okay no here's the important me to just keep checking it and then now all of a sudden i got the check engine light on and i just took it into him and he said it's the cadillac converter has prematurely gone out because of the probably the the small oil leak well, it's gone out because of the car burning oil if 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 it if it has failed. Um and to actually so an efficiency test needs to be done on the catalyst because burning oil can also uh cause failures of the monitoring sensors where they don't work properly that monitor the efficiency of the cat and if one of those is bad then it's not actually the cat. But regardless of that, before we even go down that road to fixing the catalyst concern or the what the monitoring concern of the catalyst is you no reason to put a catalytic converter on a vehicle that's burning oil because it's going to happen exactly. again. So why is the car burning oil? Now, that could be multiple things, and that's what really needs to be diagnosed properly because you could be dealing with a vehicle that has a ring issue, which is a, a motor, mm-hmm. which is extremely important, or you could be something as simple as a stuck PCV valve that's uh, actually sucking oil through it. So, I mean, there's a lot of different things that can cause a car to burn oil. Some are very cheap, the PCV system. Mm-hmm. Some are quite expensive. You get into the rings or, or valve stem seals leaking or what just depends on what it is. So there's a lot of options that could be causing this car to burn oil. So do we have an answer to why it's burning oil? What is actually the cause? He's, he's going more, leaning more towards the a valve. 
that it's a valve that's got a very tiny leak in it. A valve guide? Well, the guides get loose and then they can actually seep oil. Or the seals could go bad up there and, and the seals can let the oil so, drain down too. And a good, and actually, so often a valve a guide or stem issue, um, mm-hmm. you get a, poo, a plume of smoke when the vehicle's first started in the morning or after it's set for several hours, and then the smoke goes away. So um, okay. you often get that with that. That comes out the exhaust. Um, Sometimes you have to actually have somebody standing behind the car to see it. You won't see it come up past the window. I mean, it may not be big. So. Correct. Um, okay. But I, I'm going to caution you on this. It definitely need to go through the steps to do all the diagnosis procedure to figure out where this oil is being ingested in the motor. So like I said, uh, so I don't be very careful with that. And that has to be dealt with first. And then once that's okay. fixed, then you can worry about the cat catalyst issue so but he is correct about one thing uh uh, ingestion of oil can cause oxygen or air fuel ratio sensor failures or catalytic converter failures they both look the same though in other words a a sensor that's not operating properly that's oil coated can send a signal stating that the catalyst is not efficient and it may not be a totally bad catalyst so those are the steps that need to does that make sense to you um, as far um, as it goes, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. And I'm yeah. always very careful about this. So I can tell you this: if you get through diagnosing the engine on the vehicle, and mm-hmm. let's say it has bad rings, that's what you find out. So it needs a, a needs. It's going to need the engine replaced or or rebuilt. And and to be honest with you, usually at this point replacing is is a better option with a remanufactured engine if you're going to do that. Um, okay. Then at that point. You need to decide, am I going to spend that money prior to putting a catalyst on it? But do not put a catalyst on a vehicle that's burning oil. It, it's just a waste of money. So, okay. Does that make sense? Um, Absolutely. And the other yeah, thing is, you. I'm just going to say this and go back to the diagnosis part of why it's burning oil is very important because uh, could a vehicle with 100,000 miles be have ring issues or valve issues? Sure. It's not that common, though. That's low mileage for that vehicle. I'm going to warn on that. So... Um, what, I mean, have we seen, have we seen one with stick an oil ring or something like, oh, sure it does happen, but it's not that common. Okay. Okay. So just let's make sure he's, uh, just have a good conversation with him and make sure he's going through the steps to diagnose it properly. Okay. 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 Great. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate all your advice. No problem. Great job. Well, thanks for listening. If you have any more questions, you can always call me, call me directly or email me. Um, at uh, um, autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. I'm happy to help you in any way I can. Great. Thank you so much, guys. You have a wonderful day. You too. Be safe. Have a wonderful weekend. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Great questions. Yes. Never put a catalyst on a vehicle that's burning oil. And let's get to the bottom of why for sure why it's burning oil. There's so many different options. In case people don't understand, I I, I was thinking about how I could relate this the best. It's kind of like if you... took your bare hand and you put it under hot water you could feel the temperature really well mm-hmm. now put a rubber glove on it and stick it under the water you don't feel as well that's like the coating it gets from the burned oil on it so the burn exactly so on the substrate what causes the catalyst to stop working in that case is on the and often the catalyst is not totally destroyed right so yes. here's another thing i wanted to get into it it's just coated you and ca- it can't do its job it's not doing its job so the sensor's saying hey there's a problem you could actually fix the oil consumption issue perform an induction a lot of times, clean the catalyst, and maybe bring it back to life. Not for sure. There's a 50-50 chance. There's a chance, man. So there's different ways to look at that and shoot at it. So, you know, but the thing is, who cares about the catalyst until you fix the oil problem, the oil consumption? Yeah, because that was just a byproduct, basically. That's that's something that happened from another problem. The, the, the catalyst is not the cause, it's the result. Yes. That's what I always say. So that was great. That's a good thing to hear about. So, yes. Cindy, thanks for that call. Because that is some things that people deal with. And actually, that is an issue with a car that we often see is backed into. Like we see cars that gets a catalyst put on it that that because of this problem, and it just destroys the new catalyst. Somebody fixed the, the, the what, what the result was, not the cause. 
So that yeah, the bad catalyst is a result now of burning oil, but not the cause of the burning oil. Well, yeah, because within a year or two, the new cat is, is coated with oil, if, and it's bad. If that it, thing between oil changes is sucking all the oil out of the motor, that's I'm a, a bit warned. I don't, worried. I don't think it's a valve stem seal. If I had to guess, I'd say, well, man, I'd be really PCV be looking vibe. at, oh, man, I'd be looking at the PCV system right now big time because I'm telling you what, that can suck up more oil yes. than a ring even, you know? Yes. So, because you'd almost have to have every cylinder in that car burning oil. So, the only reason that I could think of that would happen would be if that motor was severely overheated once or something. She said it only had 100,000 miles on it. 109,000, which that's not even broke in on that car. Yeah, because normally in this day and age, you don't see valve seals going bad that fast. Either. We don't see rings going bad that way. Well, no, they're not they're, unless you do something to the car, you like overheat it extremely bad. Yeah, and it, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, then you can get oil rings collapsing or rings collapsing that, that burn oil, stuff like that. We get scarring on the cylinders. We get, you know, all those different things can cause a vehicle to burn oil. So we don't know the history on that, but I'd almost bet that's never happened to this car. Probably not. Not so, the way she's, no, she's talking. No, she sounds she's like taking. she's taking very good car, care of a car. So good stuff, good stuff. Uh, let's uh, grab uh, Frank and Chula Vista real quick. Good morning, Frank. Good morning. Hey, this is Frank with the White Diesel. How you doing? We're doing amazing. Yeah, it's funny. I, I was just thinking about you this morning because I was like, hey, I haven't heard from Frank in a while. He must be off vacationing. We again. thought you were va- back off vacationing. <laughs> yep. Uh, I wish I was. I tell you, this staying home is getting so old. <laughs> I got so bored last week, I, I changed the oil in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> Twice. <laughs> hey, listen, guys, I want to tell you, last week you guys had me going. I had to sit down. I'm going to... I walk everywhere, you know, mm-hmm. and and we were talking about the dwells and the timing and the and the all the timing lights and all that. I came out here to California seventy two. Gotcha. And I had a I had a uh, Buick Opal. It was oh. the first year they imported them. I remember those. I just got a. I got out of the service and I came out here, and I had that for gosh I don't know how many years, but I ended up rebuilding it. And, uh, gosh, you were talking about the carburetors and setting the, the dwell. Dwell and the timing and all that fun uh, stuff you used oh to have to do God. regularly. And and uh, I went home that afternoon or that, that morning, and I looked in my drawer. I have my automotive uh, stuff, and I still have that equipment. <laughs> <laughs> I even... I even have the the, the ring compressor well, you know, when uh, I rebuilt the engine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Frank, that, that stuff's like antiques <laughs> now. Yeah, that's you got to oh, hold on to that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's so funny because I was uh, um, down at uh, my Miramar store, and the lead tech there was uh, working on an old Ford pickup truck, and I think that's what we had started talking about. And the younger guys, though, were like, I'm all, where's your dwell meter? And, and he was laughing, and the, and the younger guy, it, Cole's like, what, what, what are you talking about, you know? <laughs> So, I mean, he's an amazing technician, but they don't work on that stuff, and they never have. That was before their time, you know. So it's kind of funny. It makes me feel old, to be honest with you. Yeah, I had to have it taken out to have it machined it out, but uh, I put the pistons and stuff back in, and, uh-huh. and I'm going. Those pistons weren't, weren't much bigger than the ones on my on my uh, 500 motorcycle. That's true. That's true. No yeah, lie. Yeah. Good stuff. Hey, hey, glad to hear from you, man. Glad you're doing well. Glad you're yeah, doing I'm, well and staying safe. I'm out here listening, just waiting for them to pull off this, this uh, what do they call it, <laughs> where you stay at home. Oh, stay at home order, or yeah. whatever they're calling it these days, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd, li- yeah, I'd like to get, get back on the road again. My wife and I are sitting there talking, gosh, we've got all these pictures, I actually put them on my big screen so we can see where we've been, you know. Yeah, right. It just makes you, you, makes, had time makes to, you want to hit the road again. <laughs> you had time to organize your pictures, I see. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, listen, guys, I just want to tell you I'm listening out here, and I enjoy you. I still haven't taken the time to go out to uh, El Cajon to have that uh, that clunk in the steering taken care of. Well, whenever you're uh, ready, I wanna, you, I wanna, we'll be there. I want to uh, I want to be able to sit there and drink your coffee all day. Yeah, there you, you guys have the best coffee. <laughs> <laughs> all good. <laughs> yeah. All anyway, right. Well, all right, my friend. Frank and Chris out there. We'll, I'll see you guys later. Thank you, you got so it. Much. Take care, Frank. Be safe. Thanks for calling. Bye bye. So always a good thing. Yeah, uh, we do have good coffee. I'm glad Frank's doing well. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Everybody's hanging in there, waiting for the stay-at-home order to go away, and and uh, yeah. So one of those things. Just be safe out and down. I mean, I don't know. I was talking to. Uh, we did a Zoom meeting. I 
do a bunch of stuff with the Auto Care Association, AutoCare.org. Um, and uh, they were talking about, I didn't realize that, uh, I guess some states still have quarantine. Like if you show, you know, so you Frank and traveling, you can't really, like you show up there, you got a quarantine for 14 days and they track you. Huh. Huh. I think New York's big on that right now with the problem they had originally. So I don't know. One of those I things. got no plans of going back to New York right now anyways. She me neither. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going in. I haven't gone anywhere this year. Although I relied, I went out the Palm Desert. Right. <laughs> that was it. That's the extent of how far I've gone. That's it. So anyway, yeah, hopefully uh, things return back to normal here coming up. Uh, 2021, I'm looking for 2021. Right. Right. There we go. Anyway. I really personally, I don't care what year it is. If they just lift all this stuff, I'd be good in this year. <laughs> yeah, this year's kind of gone in the toilet. I'm going to be honest with you with all this crap going on, unfortunately. So uh, and uh, obviously we don't want to see people sick and we don't uh, don't no. want to be locked down and we don't. So, you know, I just want to move on. I want everything just get better. We want everybody happy. What's that? We want everybody happy. Yeah, everybody happy and healthy. That's right. All right. So we're talking about things, uh, and we're going to run out of time here. So I'm just going to hit some of the highlights. You know, if you're buying a used ve- a used vehicle, pre-purchase inspection, we do them at the West Automotive Group. Very important. Before you buy a vehicle, I don't care what you do, make sure if it's a used vehicle <laughs> that it gets a pre-purchase inspection. Make sure you do a good test drive on the vehicle. It's important as far as that goes. Yes. Um, for many reasons. As Kevin said, uh, you know, research reviews and make a model and maybe go rent one if it's new enough, you know, even though it's a used car. Do your price researching. See what everybody else is selling them for. Make sure you're getting a quality automobile. You know, um, I can't say enough, once again, about the pre-purchase inspection. And then we also say you should also Carfax the thing, you know. And, and you know what? I have nothing to do with Carfax, but it doesn't cost hardly anything. And it will tell you, has this car had major in? Was it total? What's the title look like? Before you buy this car, you don't want to end up with a vehicle that doesn't have a clean title, you know, or at least that you're buying. Now, I have bought salvage vehicles before, but I knew I was buying a salvage vehicle and I knew what I was looking for. Well, the thing is, if you buy a salvage vehicle, you should get it cheaper. Way cheaper. I mean, because me personally, I don't normally buy cars and sell them. I mean, for myself, I buy a car and I keep it three I haven't been able to get over three hundred. Buy a car until the wheels fall. I know off. that I haven't been able to get over three hundred fifty thousand miles out of a car because somebody will run a stop sign and tears <laughs> it up or whatever. <laughs> I still have my Pontiac. That was the first car I bought when I moved to California, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, so I, normally, when I buy a car for myself, I I just keep fixing it and driving it. So I do take my time that I'm happy with this car and I and I know what I want and you know what I mean. And so mm-hmm. I'll take a month of weekends looking for the car that I want. Correct. There you go. I mean, obviously, you do your research during the week, but I'm out on the weekends looking at the cars that I found. Well, you find them and set up appointments, go look at them. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, so it's not, don't get in a rush. It takes a lot of time to find what you really want. Yeah. And find a quality of what you really want, a quality one. Yes. You can find the right, the the model that you want, but it may not be a quality one. So let's definitely check them out, you know, Uh, and check out the aesthetics inside and out. Make sure that you're happy with everything. Look over the car, drive it. Uh, you know, do, do your due diligence in other words. And, uh, that way you don't end up with the uh, buyer's remorse, you know? So, and uh, getting the VIN decoded in the vehicle history, Carfax does all that stuff for you to make sure. Oh, another store I'm buying a used car, Jeff, my good friend, Jeff, uh, his daughter bought a, uh, used car that was like a year and a half old, took it in for thought, no, I don't need to have it inspected. It still has factory warranty. Took it in and have it. They found out that the car had been stolen and bins had been changed on it. And she was stuck with a car that's broken, illegal, that got taken. When she took it to the dealer for service, they ended up having the the police came out and the vehicle was uh, ended up being uh, taken by the police department because bins had been changed on this vehicle and stuff. So she lost the vehicle. So if she would have Carfaxed this vehicle and done a little more due diligence. Let me ask you a question. Though. What? what happens to good people that that things you, like this happen You lose to? your money. I know that. But you know the sad part is, especially when you're a cop, you're, you're trained to know the difference when people are lying to you and all that kind of – I mean normally, right? 
But my point is, you really truly believe this girl did not do this, <laughs> and you, you know you got to feel bad for her because did not do what? Didn't steal the car. Didn't do all the the bad. No, no, they know she didn't steal the car. I know, but you they, you, you no, get what no, I'm saying? Not. Yeah, but no, they no. knew all this stuff, and you got to tell her. You know what? I'm sorry. You're just losing that well, ten no, grand I, or whatever. I felt bad for him because they're <laughs> they're a young couple. They just had a baby. He's in the Marine Corps. You know, they're they're like they're like in their early twenties, twenty one, twenty two years old. Mm-hmm. So they they thought they were getting a good deal on a car. And and you know it had had it, but it would gone through this VIN, so they lost the car. Yeah, it's so, hard. I mean, to, they it's paid, hard to trust. They like people in this paid like twenty six thousand dollars for this car. So anyway, this was this is why things. it's hard to trust people sometimes when you're doing. Well, stuff like just that. do your due diligence. That's all I got to say. Get it into us. And sometimes on things we'll notice things like VIN changes on things. You can like notice like somebody's monkeyed with this thing or something. You know. Something don't add up right, and and the reason it didn't add up right is the VIN was for a diesel, and it was a gas car. Oh, so somebody put, actually put a gas motor in it. No, no, they took the dash from a diesel one and put in the VIN was from uh. a diesel. It was a gas car. It was stolen. So in other words, these people can exchange VINs on cars if they do it you know, very carefully. When they start looking at everything else, didn't match up. All right. We're down to the minute here, and we've got to roll out here just shortly. Folks, we appreciate you joining us here at Auto Talk Radio, um, and uh, your calls help us make what it is. Uh, you can always email us at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. That's autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. And uh, we appreciate everybody joining in and listening in and being part of our Saturday morning. We love doing this. You need to keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. Until next Saturday, any words of wisdom, Kevin? Have a great weekend. That's that. Uh, be safe. <laughs> we'll catch you next Saturday. This has been Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com, and click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk on The Answer San Diego. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.